Well, thank you for joining us right here on Channel Africa. Uh, thank you for joining us right here where we give you the African perspective. You're joining us on our various platforms on Shortwave. Thank you for joining us on DSTV as well. And also we are online on www.channelafrica.co.za. Well, uh, just uh, recently, the Atul Gupta's High Court application opposing freezing of 10 million South African rands from his personal account has been granted by Judge uh, uh, Jordan. Uh, further the Bank of Baroda and seven Gupta-linked entities have also emerged victorious with the preservation order against them also set aside. That's the big story uh, that we're looking at today. We know that after that particular verdict, the Gupta family's attorneys highlighted the fact that they felt vindicated after the High Court had ruled that there was no reasonable grounds to uh, live the state's uh, view in terms of securing uh, successful prosecution in the Stina dairy farm case. We know that's been a real big issue in this particular issue, the fact that uh, the Gupta family is aligned to some political figures, especially the fact that they're very much linked to the son of former President Jacob Zuma, Dutuzani Zuma. Those have been very much allegations that have been linked to the state capture issue in South Africa. Uh, really to unpack what this win for um, uh, the Gupta family means uh, for South Africa. What does it mean for the Gupta family? Is the fight against the state capture lost due to this uh, recent verdict that we've seen in South Africa's high court? Uh, what does it mean? Uh, well, we're joined on the line uh, by uh, one of our favorite uh, analysts, Dr. Ina Hose, Senior Lecturer of Governance and Political Transformation at the University of Free State on the line. Uh, thank you, Dr. Ina Hose, for giving us your time. Good morning. Now, this past weekend, the City Press newspapers reported that the National Prosecuting Authority or some members that it cited have told the paper that they had nothing on the Gupta family and the Duduza Zane Zuma uh, being linked to that family. And we know that that has been very much central to the controversy. And even the fact of this last case by the NPA actually solidifies the fact that we might not have a case against the Gupta uh, the Gupta family in itself. What are your thoughts around the latest developments? Well, there are many um, ways from angles from which to look at this thing. I mean, from a public and public interest point of view, it's disappointing for South Africans, obviously, um, who want to see some results coming from investigations, particularly against the Gupta. So it's become um, together with. Former President Zuma and, 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 and various others, the face of corruption in the country. And there are many investigations done by, you know, journalists, investigative journalists. Great mm, mm. Uh, work done with, with lots of proof and, uh, you know, uh, about things that went wrong and, 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 and the things they did to create this vast network of corruption that we've seen and heard about. So from that point of view, it's incredibly disappointing to see that it seems that the Gupta's are, you know, being, uh, you know, getting away with things for that for that matter. From another point of view, there's a, a, I read something this week that the the thought that the A failed and that you know the judge himself who made this, the last ruling. Mm is compromised and such, mm. is also very dangerous. And we should be very careful about that as well. 
there's a very particular process, and these people sit with evidence before them that they have to work with. And the credibility of this evidence then, it seems to me, come into play. How it was, um, you know, gotten in the first place, if it is credible, if it can be used or sure. not. And it seems that therein lies the problem. Mm. Um, and South Africans want to answer about that. If, if the National Prosecution Authority is in the first place capable of doing this, do they have the right people? They specialized sure. commercial crime units, mm. for instance. There's lots of people who send their surveillance to raid, mm. and they have problems within. And, you know, uh, these kinds of things we would like to see uh, being addressed properly and setting at least some fears aside, and then results, as I said. So Africans want to start seeing results. Sure. Well, let, let me bring in uh, Professor Shadrach Guto, who's also joining us, uh, Dr. Inahosa, for this discussion. Uh, we know, Doc, uh, Professor uh, Guto, the fact that uh, this is actually the third case that has been lost uh, by the state of the Guptas, especially the latest one with uh, the unfreezing of 250 million rands of family assets. What does this say about the National Prosecuting Authority? We know that they have admitted that they need to strengthen forensic capabilities when it comes to the Sestina dairy farm probe? Well, you are quite correct that um, the prosecution uh, has lost three cases within the last three months uh, in the Bloomfontein court on the basis of lack of credible or reasonable evidence. And mind you, we are dealing here with uh, uh, crime, commercial crime, uh, relating to the farm in Bloomfontein and so on, but also the really facing uh, documents and so on from their Saxon world uh, home in uh, Johannesburg. And I think that what really is happening here is the National Prosecuting Authority, including, uh, included there is the Special Commercial Crimes Unit, mm. and as well as the Assets Forfeiture Unit. Sure. These are institutions that were supposed to be specialized and to be able to provide sufficient evidence for any property to be um, of a, a suspect uh, could actually be taken and frozen until the matter is uh, finalized in court. And the only uh, reliance they are basing themselves is to argue that uh, the Guptas do own a lot of assets in mm. South Africa, but also internationally, mm. and therefore they are a risk. Uh, and mind you that there was also a movement to try and question 
how they got uh, South African citizenship. Sure, sure. So I think that they are muddling here, and it is frustrating mm. because corruption is a serious uh, thing in the country. Mm. And if they have evidence, one does know why it is evidence that can convince the court that because it is not just a question of uh, them uh, deponing affidavits uh, by the prosecution authorities, and that is all that you are relying on. With that, you are not sure. producing proper evidence. So. Mm. Proof beyond reasonable doubt in criminal matters yeah. is rigorous and well, requires a lot of work and mm-hmm. uh, systemic collection of evidence. Without that, it is a waste of time. It is more or less harassment of uh, the persons involved. Professor Guto, I, I just want to highlight something while you're on that particular note in terms of... Uh, some of the contradictions that Dr. Inahos was highlighting, the fact that already it's public knowledge, some of the accusations against uh, um, the uh, the Gupta family in itself. We've had a very forensic process, especially from the media itself, in terms of some of uh, the allegations that they've brought forward in the public. But it seems like there's a compromise of all this information from a national no, prosecution's uh, authority perspective. Are they compromised in themselves as the NPA in this particular uh, case? Certainly. There's a lot of confusion and they are muddling around and I think that part of why there have been problems, of course. Uh, there were also the president uh, is also supposed to have been bribed and directed to be able to appoint some ministers and so on. The ministers deny that, but others uh, do indicate. I think it is only one person who said uh, that she was asked uh, to be appointed a minister, but she refused, um, and so on. So she was never appointed. So I think it was fear of the presidency by the authorities and therefore the Mm. collection of proper uh, evidence that can actually prove the cases beyond reasonable doubt is not happening. And mind you, it was not just the president alone, but also uh, members of his family, Mm. uh, including Mm. the son and Mm. so forth. So in my view, I think it has been clear that was there, but now the president is no longer president of the country. Mm. So one would have expected that they would um, strengthen uh, their investigations, and if there's anything that was done wrong, the president is not above the law.
Well, let me take a quick break. Uh, very interesting views that are coming from both uh, our guests on the line. We've got experts looking at the uh, controversial family, the Gupta family, and their links to the state capture issue. We know also the former president of uh, South Africa, Jacob Zuma, came out blatantly, uh, really also um, being very critical of uh, the phrase state capture and also refuting allegations of himself being linked to the idea of state capture. We'll speak about that, but also in the recent report that came out from the City Press this past weekend, uh, there was one uh, prosecutor who has whose name has not been mentioned in this report that has been titled, Here's How Under Pressure Overworked Prosecutors Allowed a Gupta Weaning Streak, uh, states that uh, one of the prosecutors highlighted that uh, they blame uh, the National Director of Public Prosecutions, Sean Abrahams, for interfering with the investigations earlier on. That's a big question, especially with the current president, Cyril Ramaphosa's uh, New Dawn announcement and his fight against corruption. The question around the position of Sean Abrahams remaining in uh, the National uh, Prosecutions Authority is one that still is uh, in the midst of the conversation that can you actually uh, change the situation with uh, him in that particular position. But we'll ask those questions after this break. Swiss chocolate wouldn't be Swiss chocolate without African cocoa. <laughs> you know, it's funny when you think about it that way because you realize just how important Africa is to the global economy. And as long as we are deemed to be inferior by the community out there, nothing's ever going to change. I believe it's one of the uh, ancient Greek philosophers who said that when we teach, we'll learn twice. Hello, Africa. Welcome to 1000 African Voices on Channel Africa. 1000 African Voices every Saturday morning at 9am with repeats on Sundays between 10 and 11 as well as on Monday morning between 3 and 4 Central African Time 1000 African Voices with me, Awurengwi C on Channel Africa the voice of the African Renaissance broadcasting from an African perspective Thank you for joining me, Benjamin Mushata right here on African Dialogue. It's 11.22 Central African Time. You're right here on Channel Africa, where we give you the African perspective. Today, we're looking at uh, the string of lost cases uh, in uh, South Africa's courts against uh, the Guptas. It seems like they're having their way in terms of proving their case as if this is a conspiracy theory against this particular family. And what does the string of victories uh, by uh, the Gupta family in uh, South Africa's courts actually mean for South Africa and also for the family itself? That's the big question we're saying, but also the big question is also around uh, uh, the the National Prosecuting Authority in itself and its uh, authority, its integrity and also its uh, strength. And uh, coming back to that question that I was asking earlier on, uh, uh, coming back to you, um, uh, Dr. Inahos, is the question around Sean Abraham seems to be still lingering uh, in terms of that and we see in, in this article I don't know if you read it in the, the City Press where one of the prosecutors also uh, blames uh, the National Director of Public Prosecution Sean Abrahams for his interference in investigations Yes, I, I think that uh, cloud will be overrated and over this investigation as long as he is there um, again lots of 
as you know, investigative journalism has, has, has told us that he is compromised and he's been compromised, and there's been a delay in processes, um, particularly when we see towards last year, when so much of the investigations, uh, you know, brought some proof, and at least enough to keep the group that's in the country, which he didn't see, you know, the urgency for, it would seem. So the entire process and the entire investigation, as long as he is there, uh, will have this cloud hanging over it, I'm afraid. Um, he has, of course, he's busy with his, uh, you know, processes to keep his job, as, as, as we know. Um, but the National Prosecuting Authority in itself, and let, let's be honest, there are lots of people working there very hard every day, trying to do an honest day's job. But the moment that the top of the of the pile, you know, has, has been compromised, uh, and the, 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 the image of the entire unit agency has been compromised, it's difficult to do your job under such circumstances. You don't know who to trust to begin with. And it's also a testament one to do in Athens. When you look at the, 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 the tentacles groups have had everywhere, you know, we're talking about state-owned companies, um, all the mining and the con- contracts in Kumalanga, which is still not, you know, dealt with properly, all the way to local level, to, for instance, that we see the Philadelphia pro- uh, uh, project in Estina. Mm. And all these spaces mm. were created for them, for this, you know, capture, if you will, mm. Um, by politicians and by public officials. He allowed it and he was part of it. And now we have the special ca- state capture commission. Sure, that's exactly what I wanted to look at. Sure. Mm. And they told us, it's, it's vast, and it's going to take forever. Well, they took about two years before, you know, they can actually com- you know, complete this. Mm. And then, it seems, if I'm understanding this correct, the professor could maybe shed light on it. Then the actual um, arrests can start and the prosecution uh, with the can start. Mm. So with the uh, specialized commercial crime unit and their investigation, together with the State Capture Commission, we can have to see how these agencies and, and, and commissions and units talk to each other. Do they collaborate? Do they bring in all the great work done by investigative journalists to have piles and piles of files ready to hand over, together with, you know, the committee in Parliament? Mm. That's busy. So all these investigations are happening. Are they talking to each other? Is there yeah, sure. Do they really know what they're supposed to be doing? And should it really take two years? Well, let, let me take it to you, Professor Kutu. What are your thoughts on how these court cases actually link up to the state capture inquiry uh, that will be led by Deputy Chief Justice Raymond Zondo? We know that's going to be a long process in itself. Do you think these uh, uh, string of cases that we've seen against the Guptas will have any bearing on the Commission's findings? Well, uh, the Commission that is led by Justice Nondo, it's just a commission. Mm. It depends on what it comes out with. And I think that um, uh, the Guptas, like anyone else, uh, who is uh, alleged to have committed an offense, have rights under Section 35 of the Constitution, including 
being informed with sufficient detail of uh, the accusation against them, giving them time, and to be tried uh, without unreasonable delay. All those are provisions which are in the uh, under Section 34 of the Constitution that is dealing with arrested, detained, and accused persons. The answer is, of course, that the National Prosecuting Authority also has a duty and responsibility under Section 179 of the Constitution mm. to, uh, if they are going to carry out any prosecution, to do so without fear, favor, or prejudice. And it does seem that uh, people are being driven by the pressure from the state capture report by the public protector. And uh, in that regard, I think they were trying to rush uh, with it. Uh, and I believe that that's part of the weakness in terms of trying to collect credible evidence which is not tainted and uh, which is sufficient, admissible sufficient uh, to convince the, the judge uh, beyond reasonable doubt mm. that a crime has been committed. So I think it is maybe the vacuousness of the evidence that has mm. been collected so far is not really very convincing and they don't seem to have really, uh, they realize that mm. in the court of law, uh, if they fail actually to convict the voters, it will have a serious impact to proceed as a case that has been made more or less like uh, a movie. It has been uh, one where the story, I think, and I wouldn't be surprised if uh, some movie makers do uh, produce uh, uh, a particular, you know, movie out of it. <laughs> so this is part of the problem. I think rushing around, going in circles, mm. and as I already indicated, um, now we hear given the story that was a very detailed one in the uh, city press yesterday, mm. that, you know, they are not even pursuing sure. uh, Jacob Zuma's son. Mm. But before it was said, they were about to be arrested, even then. But uh, I believe that this is something that uh, is really damaging the people's confidence in the criminal justice system. And um, definitely the Guptas will defend themselves and will get very capable, uh, even though expensive, uh, counsel mm -hmm. and uh, also attorneys and, and so on. It's not going to be easy. Yeah. Uh, easy ride, you know, where claims are being said, uh, uh, now, all that is needed is for the prosecuting authorities 
to dispose of uh, affidavits and so on. If that is going to be enough, that's mm. not enough. Well, let's take a quick break. That's the voice there of Professor Shadrach Guto alongside Dr. Ina Hose helping us unpack mm-hmm. uh, this issue of uh, uh, the crypto victories in uh, South Africa's courts. What does it mean? And the question now is where to from here? It seems like now there has to be a myriad of processes as was highlighted by both of our guests. Maybe we might have to wait uh, for the uh, commencement and uh, uh, the completion of the state capture inquiry. Uh, Maybe we need to find the findings there in order for us to see a process moving forward with the allegations uh, that have been alluded to uh, regarding the Gupta family. Let's take a quick break. Uh, That's our final question and then we'll wrap it up. Good news for listeners in America. You can now listen to Channel Africa by phoning 605-47-1711. So, if you're a Channel Africa listener in America, simply dial 605-47-1711. Channel Africa, giving you the African perspective. Thank you for joining us right here on Channel Africa, where we give you the African perspective. If you're listening to us in South Africa, neighboring countries, not all of them, some of them, we're on DSTV on Channel 802 on uh, the audio bouquet. And you can also stream us live on our website on www.channelafrica.co.za. Well, our focus today is South Africa, but a story that has made international news, which is the state capture story aligned to uh, the Gupta family and the influence uh, to South Africa's politicians in order for them to get uh, uh, some form of business outcome out of them and we know uh, the big issue was uh, the big um, case that was reported largely in South Africa which is the Sina Dairy Farm case whereby uh, there were allegations that were made to the Gupta family of uh, actually getting uh, some uh, form of uh, preference due to their uh, relationships with uh, South Africa Africa's uh, top politicians in government. And uh, the question now is where to from here since uh, they've uh, won one of uh, their big cases, which was actually the latest one where the High Court in Bloemfontein set aside the 250 million rands preservation order on the asset forfeiture unit that obtained against several uh, Gupta companies, also the directors, and also we know three free state government employees. That's the big question, isn't it? Dr. Inahos now, that where to from here? Well, I don't, honestly, I don't know. Um, I know. From what I understand, <laughs> can you hear me? I can hear you Hello? clearly, very clearly. To yes. Carry on. Um, what I uh, understand from the NPA strategy was first to, to have civil, civil claims against the Gupta family in order to preserve the assets. Um, and effectively tie their hands, at least financially. And then after that, uh, you know, come with criminal charges uh, and such. It would seem from all these court cases that this strategy is not working. Um, you know, claiming the assets and freezing their, their finances and such. And incidentally, it would seem that, you know, India and Canada are doing better with this, um, with the investigations and things against the Christians. 
So the NPI needs to go back to the drawing board and see how they're going to do this. If a civil um, civil plan and you know uh, strategy is not going to work, which it clearly isn't. So I think in that case it's going to be uh, you know important for them in conjunction with all the other investigations that are happening. Well, uh, from your perspective, uh, um, Professor Guto, uh, what are your thoughts around here from a public uh, views point? Uh, someone would be sitting and saying, it seems like uh, the Gupta family is going to go scot-free due to the latest victories. And uh, it seems like uh, maybe we might have to wait, as I mentioned before the break, for that state capture inquiry to be completed. Yes, I think that that is important um, the state capture inquiry, and that's going to take a very long time because it is now wider than what the public protector had focused on, the complaints that were there and the focus, which was mainly uh, limited. And I believe that uh, because of that, uh, time is running. Uh, Time doesn't wait for all of those to to continue, and meanwhile, um, I think that the prosecuting authorities and assets Soviets and units, there's also a talk of a question of uh, having a two-pronged uh, uh, strategy: one of the crime and prosecution which has a higher level of uh, uh, measurement of whether or not a crime has been committed, it has to be beyond reasonable doubt. And on the other hand, uh, I talk about civil action, which also can take a long time, even though the uh, level of uh, Mm. proof Mm. is... uh, on balance of probabilities, not beyond reasonable doubt. And I think there seems to be confusion here on the division of labor on uh, within the National Prosecuting Authorities. Are they going uh, for uh, prosecution mm. of a crime, or are they caught between that mm. and uh, the civil matter, and they are not you know, really uh, going to help very much as long as they are dithering and the Guptas are scoring victory. And in in terms of, uh, sorry to interrupt you and to interject there, Professor Kuto, um, in terms of as we wait and things are pending currently, will it be business as usual for the Gupta family? Does that mean they get back into business in South Africa and things go as usual, it's business as usual for them in the meanwhile as all these processes are unfolding? Well, I think already the courts have ordered that their frozen assets be set free, uh, not to be, you know, continue to how? Because it is taking forever and nothing is moving. And from that point of view, I think the, uh, the Guptas um, have uh, a chance, really, of getting back their mm. frozen assets. Mm. Uh, what can happen is just to ensure 
that they do not siphon out the money, illicit mm-hmm. flights sure. of money mm-hmm. is a problem on the continent sure. where we miss a lot of uh, finances and resources to the outside world than here. But that depends on, again, law enforcement officials. Mm. That is the work of the police, uh, not just the prosecuting authorities mm. and their various units. Sure. One. Yeah. Well, I'm going to leave it there. Thank you for your assessment and your analysis. Thank you for giving us your time. We want to appreciate you always lending us your expertise. It's nothing that we take for granted in that. Thank you to Dr. Inahosa, Senior Lecturer, Governance and Political Transformation at the University of Free State. Thank you as well to Professor Shadrick Guto joining us as a political analyst on our program. Uh, thank you both uh, for giving us insights. It's not a real good outcome from your assessment, but then I guess we'll have to just wait and see these processes unfold. But thank you both for your time. You are welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Uh, thank you for your listening. Fantastic. Now, uh, that's 11.40 Central African time. What are your thoughts on this pending story? I'm sure a lot will unfold as the days and the years to follow. As uh, you heard uh, from our guests there, that uh, the state capture inquiry could take up to two years. And uh, uh, we might also see uh, uh, the Gupta family coming back in business in South Africa since nothing has been proven in the courts against them. So a lot is pending around the story. We know also this week, if I'm not mistaken, uh, the former president of South Africa, uh, Jacob Zuma, will also be in court uh, for his own case, which is very separate from uh, this particular issue. But at some point, we might see links depending on how uh, that court case uh, happens uh, of the issues around corruption that are surrounding uh, the former president of South Africa. So a lot to unfold. So give us your thoughts. Let us know what you think. Be part of the Channel Africa family as well at channel africa one is our handle or at african dialogue you can uh, give us your views and become part of the family here on channel africa we also have um, a facebook page simply titled channel africa give us your thoughts what do you think of our content what do you think of uh, the a commentary on our show well let's take a quick break with some music i love this one it's by something soweto a young talent in south africa this one is titled aganamali <laughs> No